this third Friday of Easter, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, Amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors, who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. These things he said while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. The Gospel of the Lord. This week's journey is coming to an end, at least to the end of John's chapter 6, discussing the bread of life and tomorrow you'll see how this speech concludes. Up to now, everything was good and peaceful. Jesus was attracting us with his words, presenting them as food for the world, so that all may have life. From now on, we shall see the reaction of those that follow him, and how they react to the concept that they need to nourish themselves with his body and his blood. Yesterday, I shared with you a comment that a new convert made. She said, What am I doing here, Father? What am I doing coming to Mass? I have no idea what I'm doing here. The perfect answer would have been, You allowed yourself to be attracted by God, and you came. Yesterday, we also talked about God's attraction being a mystery. We may know parts of the answer, but not all of it. And that's the wonder of it. God attracts us, and we freely choose Him. As the prophet Jeremiah said, You have seduced me, Lord, and I allowed myself to be seduced. You were too strong for me, and you prevailed. To a certain extent, we are the protagonists of our own lives, but we are not the principal actors, even if at times we think we are, and tend to forget this essential truth. If we have ventured to come closer to Jesus, it's because somehow God the Father has attracted, encouraged, and seduced us. It's also because, at the same time, we have allowed ourselves to be seduced. Nobody is seduced if they don't allow it, and no one gets seduced if there isn't someone 
who instigates the seduction in the first place. We must be grateful for this and rejoice. The key, or the most difficult thing, is to allow ourselves to be attracted by Jesus without allowing obstacles to detract us, resorting to excuses or justifications, or expecting that God will be the way we want Him to be. Instead, we need to accept that God is God in His own unique way, and that we are but simple creatures who can easily become lost in our way. The best thing we can do is to listen to Him. Yesterday, this is as far as we got. Today we need to address another angle. Jesus takes his speech to extremes, not because he's an extremist, but rather because his love is so great that it topples our entire train of thought. It challenges everything we think is rational. We have been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread and the water that come to quench man's hunger and thirst, that he is the answer to all our emptiness. However, the part of Jesus' speech that appeared to be symbolic, metaphorical, turns out to be a reality. Jesus teaches us, Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. Now Jesus has moved beyond figures of speech. He isn't describing a pretty image we can admire. No, his speech goes far beyond this. It's as crazy as it gets. Jesus truly wants to remain with us in the form of his own body and blood. If we are going to accept this, we have to believe. We need to have faith. Jesus is bread, or rather, his nourishment for those who are starving for love. When we hear him in prayer and revel in the dialogue of his written word, Jesus is bread. Jesus satisfies our hunger when we love others to the point of pain. Jesus is the true food for our souls if we open our hearts to see beyond what the eye can see. But where Jesus is the most nourishing, where his words become real, is during communion, in the Eucharist, at Mass, where he chose to remain fully and forever. Oh, if only us Catholics truly believed this! If that were the case, don't you think we'd been desperate to receive him? And if only we priests believed that we hold Jesus in the palm of our hands, don't you think we'd be moved to death? O oh Lord, if we only believed in your word and that you are truly present in each Eucharist, how different everything would be. Lord, please, let us believe. Lord Jesus, please, give us your body and your blood always, so that your love may become a reality in our lives. And in the meantime, we stumble around and fail to open up to this truth. We wander on the paths of life, 
nourishing ourselves with the food Jesus gives. Yet, failing to fully take advantage of it and failing to discover everything. Because if we truly had faith, then one single communion would suffice to quench our needs for all eternity. Meanwhile, thousands and thousands of Catholics, including us priests, claim that we believe in Jesus, yet we feed on many other things. We fill our bellies with other things and our need for Jesus dissipates. It's as if I suddenly felt hungry on my way to the wedding and stopped to eat a hamburger on the way, thus losing my appetite for the best meal ever when I finally do reach my destination. It's also as if we were to go to an all-you-can-eat restaurant and instead of feasting on the most delectable food available, we were to fill up on shank food and end up saying, well, it wasn't all that bad. Or alternatively, we could say, it all adds up. Have you ever had this? This is how thousands of hearts lose sight of Jesus, seeking Him in their own way, but feasting on things instead of focusing on the best of everything. We lose out on so much when we think along those lines. It's not that eating other so-called food is all that bad, but indulging excessively is. And that's primarily because of everything we miss out on in the process. Is Jesus pondering everything that we lose? Is he lamenting all that you lose and miss out on? Whoever has ears to hear ought to hear. May we have a good day and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever. This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord.
We've come to the end of the week. We've come to the end of the Bread of Life discourse. After having equated himself with bread, with staple food for the world, Jesus finishes his speech by bluntly saying, Amen, amen I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. We could paraphrase Jesus' words, Amen, I say to you, I will stay with you forever until the end of time. I will stay so that you can feed on me, so that you can find me in every Mass, in every altar, in every Eucharist adoration. You'll find me wherever you find love. I'll be there. I'll be with every person, with you, with every heart that believes in me. On Saturdays, the proposal is either to review some of the week's readings, the ones you found more interesting, the ones you liked best, or to meditate on today's reading, which, in a way, summarizes what we've been saying and helps us understand. Throughout the week, we've been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread of life, that if we want to satisfy our hunger, we must feed on him, and that if we want to quench our thirst, we must come to him, believe in him. Jesus is explicitly telling us that we have to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. What are your thoughts? What would you say? Do you feel like stating, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Or do you identify with Peter, who said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Hearing Jesus point-blank asked, Do you also want to leave? must lead us to be more sincere with ourselves. As we said at the beginning of the week, we must purify our faith. Do we believe or not? There aren't many roads to follow. We either believe in Jesus' words, in that he wanted to stay as food in the Eucharist, or don't believe and think that it's something symbolic. Perhaps we think that we're taking our faith too far, that we're exaggerating, or that Jesus is an invention of the church. Jesus doesn't push anybody. However, he invites us to make a decision. Do you also want to leave? What do you want to do? Do you want to keep on walking, or do you want to stand still, hoping for a miracle? Jesus' constant miracle is on earth already. It's the Eucharist. It's his silent presence in each temple, each tabernacle, and each heart that is willing to receive him. Why do we expect something different? Would it not be that we're still struggling with a lack of faith and we can't acknowledge it? People usually say to me, Father, I don't attend Mass, or I'm not a regular churchgoer, but I have faith. Now, I ask myself, if we really had faith in Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, if we believed that He truly is there, wouldn't we run to Him? Wouldn't we receive Him? Let's be honest. All of us lack faith. All of us need to purify our faith. All of us need to honestly tell Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I want to believe. I want to openly tell you that I don't want to go anywhere else. But at the same time, I need the strength to go on. Let us pray that God grants us the strength to come to Jesus. Don't forget he told us, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. May we have a good day.
and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever. This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. We've come to the end of the week. We've come to the end of the Bread of Life discourse. After having equated himself with bread, with staple food for the world, Jesus finishes his speech by bluntly saying, Amen, amen I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. We could paraphrase Jesus' words, Amen, I say to you, I will stay with you forever until the end of time. I will stay so that you can feed on me, so that you can find me in every Mass, in every altar, in every Eucharist adoration. You'll find me wherever you find love. I'll be there. I'll be with every person, with you, with every heart that believes in me. On Saturdays, the proposal is either to review some of the week's readings the ones you found more interesting, the ones you liked best, or to meditate on today's reading, which, in a way, summarizes what we've been saying and helps us understand. Throughout the week, we've been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread of life, that if we want to satisfy our hunger, we must feed on him, and that if we want to quench our thirst, we must come to him, believe in him. Jesus is explicitly telling us that we have to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. What are your thoughts? What would you say? Do you feel like stating, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Or do you identify with Peter, who said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Hearing Jesus point-blank asked, Do you also want to leave? 
must lead us to be more sincere with ourselves. As we said at the beginning of the week, we must purify our faith. Do we believe or not? There aren't many roads to follow. We either believe in Jesus' words, in that he wanted to stay as food in the Eucharist, or don't believe and think that it's something symbolic. Perhaps we think that we're taking our faith too far, that we're exaggerating, or that Jesus is an invention of the church. Jesus doesn't push anybody. However, he invites us to make a decision. Do you also want to leave? What do you want to do? Do you want to keep on walking, or do you want to stand still, hoping for a miracle? Jesus' constant miracle is on earth already. It's the Eucharist. It's his silent presence in each temple, each tabernacle, and each heart that is willing to receive him. Why do we expect something different? Would it not be that we're still struggling with a lack of faith and we can't acknowledge it? People usually say to me, Father, I don't attend Mass, or I'm not a regular churchgoer, but I have faith. Now, I ask myself, if we really had faith in Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, if we believed that He truly is there, wouldn't we run to Him? Wouldn't we receive Him? Let's be honest. All of us lack faith. All of us need to purify our faith. All of us need to honestly tell Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I want to believe. I want to openly tell you that I don't want to go anywhere else. But at the same time, I need the strength to go on. Let us pray that God grants us the strength to come to Jesus. Don't forget he told us, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever. This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. 
the Gospel of the Lord. We've come to the end of the week. We've come to the end of the Bread of Life discourse. After having equated himself with bread, with staple food for the world, Jesus finishes his speech by bluntly saying, Amen, amen I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. We could paraphrase Jesus' words, Amen, I say to you, I will stay with you forever until the end of time. I will stay so that you can feed on me, so that you can find me in every Mass, in every altar, in every Eucharist adoration. You'll find me wherever you find love. I'll be there. I'll be with every person, with you, with every heart that believes in me. On Saturdays, the proposal is either to review some of the week's readings the ones you found more interesting, the ones you liked best, or to meditate on today's reading, which, in a way, summarizes what we've been saying and helps us understand. Throughout the week, we've been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread of life, that if we want to satisfy our hunger, we must feed on him, and that if we want to quench our thirst, we must come to him, believe in him. Jesus is explicitly telling us that we have to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. What are your thoughts? What would you say? Do you feel like stating, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Or do you identify with Peter, who said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Hearing Jesus point-blank asked, Do you also want to leave? Must lead us to be more sincere with ourselves. As we said at the beginning of the week, we must purify our faith. Do we believe or not? There aren't many roads to follow. We either believe in Jesus' words, in that he wanted to stay as food in the Eucharist, or don't believe and think that it's something symbolic. Perhaps we think that we're taking our faith too far, that we're exaggerating, or that Jesus is an invention of the church. Jesus doesn't push anybody. However, he invites us to make a decision. Do you also want to leave? What do you want to do? Do you want to keep on walking or do you want to stand still hoping for a miracle? Jesus' constant miracle is on earth already. It's the Eucharist. It's his silent presence in each temple, each tabernacle, and each heart that is willing to receive him. Why do we expect something different? Would it not be that we're still struggling with a lack of faith and we can't acknowledge it? People usually say to me, Father, I don't attend Mass, or I'm not a regular churchgoer, but I have faith. Now, I ask myself, if we really had faith in Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, if we believed that He truly is there, wouldn't we run to Him? Wouldn't we receive Him? Let's be honest, all of us lack faith. All of us need to purify our faith. All of us need to honestly tell Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I want to believe. I want to openly tell you that I don't want to go anywhere else. But at the same time, I need the strength to go on. Let us pray that God grants us the strength to come to Jesus. 
don't forget he told us, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever. This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. We've come to the end of the week. We've come to the end of the Bread of Life discourse. After having equated himself with bread, with staple food for the world, Jesus finishes his speech by bluntly saying, Amen, amen I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. We could paraphrase Jesus' words, Amen, I say to you, I will stay with you forever until the end of time. I will stay so that you can feed on me, so that you can find me in every Mass, in every altar, in every Eucharist adoration. You'll find me wherever you find love. I'll be there. I'll be with every person, with you, with every heart that believes in me. On Saturdays, the proposal is either to review some of the week's readings the ones you found more interesting, the ones you liked best, or to meditate on today's reading, which, in a way, summarizes what we've been saying and helps us understand. Throughout the week, we've been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread of life, that if we want to satisfy our hunger, we must feed on him, and that if we want to quench our thirst, we must come to him, believe in him. Jesus is explicitly telling us that we have to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. What are your thoughts? What would you say? Do you feel like stating, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Or do you identify with Peter, who said, Master, to whom shall we go? 
You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Hearing Jesus point-blank asked, Do you also want to leave? must lead us to be more sincere with ourselves. As we said at the beginning of the week, we must purify our faith. Do we believe or not? There aren't many roads to follow. We either believe in Jesus' words, in that he wanted to stay as food in the Eucharist, or don't believe and think that it's something symbolic. Perhaps we think that we're taking our faith too far, that we're exaggerating, or that Jesus is an invention of the church. Jesus doesn't push anybody. However, he invites us to make a decision. Do you also want to leave? What do you want to do? Do you want to keep on walking or do you want to stand still hoping for a miracle? Jesus' constant miracle is on earth already. It's the Eucharist. It's his silent presence in each temple, each tabernacle, and each heart that is willing to receive him. Why do we expect something different? Would it not be that we're still struggling with a lack of faith and we can't acknowledge it? People usually say to me, Father, I don't attend Mass, or I'm not a regular churchgoer, but I have faith. Now, I ask myself, if we really had faith in Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, if we believed that He truly is there, wouldn't we run to Him? Wouldn't we receive Him? Let's be honest. All of us lack faith. All of us need to purify our faith. All of us need to honestly tell Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I want to believe. I want to openly tell you that I don't want to go anywhere else. But at the same time, I need the strength to go on. Let us pray that God grants us the strength to come to Jesus. Don't forget he told us, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever. This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? 
Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. We've come to the end of the week. We've come to the end of the Bread of Life discourse. After having equated himself with bread, with staple food for the world, Jesus finishes his speech by bluntly saying, Amen, amen I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. We could paraphrase Jesus' words, Amen, I say to you, I will stay with you forever until the end of time. I will stay so that you can feed on me, so that you can find me in every Mass, in every altar, in every Eucharist adoration. You'll find me wherever you find love. I'll be there. I'll be with every person, with you, with every heart that believes in me. On Saturdays, the proposal is either to review some of the week's readings the ones you found more interesting, the ones you liked best, or to meditate on today's reading, which, in a way, summarizes what we've been saying and helps us understand. Throughout the week, we've been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread of life, that if we want to satisfy our hunger, we must feed on him, and that if we want to quench our thirst, we must come to him, believe in him. Jesus is explicitly telling us that we have to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. What are your thoughts? What would you say? Do you feel like stating, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Or do you identify with Peter, who said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Hearing Jesus point-blank asked, Do you also want to leave? Must lead us to be more sincere with ourselves. As we said at the beginning of the week, We must purify our faith. Do we believe or not? There aren't many roads to follow. We either believe in Jesus' words, in that he wanted to stay as food in the Eucharist, or don't believe and think that it's something symbolic. Perhaps we think that we're taking our faith too far, that we're exaggerating, or that Jesus is an invention of the church. Jesus doesn't push anybody. However, he invites us to make a decision. Do you also want to leave? What do you want to do? Do you want to keep on walking, or do you want to stand still, hoping for a miracle? Jesus' constant miracle is on earth already. It's the Eucharist. It's his silent presence in each temple, each tabernacle, and each heart that is willing to receive him. Why do we expect something different? Would it not be that we're still struggling with a lack of faith and we can't acknowledge it? People usually say to me, Father, I don't attend Mass, or I'm not a regular churchgoer, but I have faith. Now, I ask myself, if we really had faith in Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, if we believed that He truly is there, wouldn't we run to Him? Wouldn't we receive Him? Let's be honest. All of us lack faith. All of us need to purify our faith. All of us need to honestly tell Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I want to believe. 
I want to openly tell you that I don't want to go anywhere else, but at the same time, I need the strength to go on. Let us pray that God grants us the strength to come to Jesus. Don't forget, he told us, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever. This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. We've come to the end of the week. We've come to the end of the Bread of Life discourse. After having equated himself with bread, with staple food for the world, Jesus finishes his speech by bluntly saying, Amen, amen I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. We could paraphrase Jesus' words, Amen, I say to you, I will stay with you forever until the end of time. I will stay so that you can feed on me, so that you can find me in every Mass, in every altar, in every Eucharist adoration. You'll find me wherever you find love. I'll be there. I'll be with every person, with you, with every heart that believes in me. On Saturdays, the proposal is either to review some of the week's readings the ones you found more interesting, the ones you liked best, or to meditate on today's reading, which, in a way, summarizes what we've been saying and helps us understand. Throughout the week, we've been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread of life, that if we want to satisfy our hunger, we must feed on him, and that if we want to quench our thirst, we must come to him, believe in him. Jesus is explicitly telling us that we have to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. What are your thoughts? What would you say?
Do you feel like stating, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Or do you identify with Peter, who said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Hearing Jesus point-blank asked, Do you also want to leave? must lead us to be more sincere with ourselves. As we said at the beginning of the week, we must purify our faith. Do we believe or not? There aren't many roads to follow. We either believe in Jesus' words, in that he wanted to stay as food in the Eucharist, or don't believe and think that it's something symbolic. Perhaps we think that we're taking our faith too far, that we're exaggerating, or that Jesus is an invention of the church. Jesus doesn't push anybody. However, he invites us to make a decision. Do you also want to leave? What do you want to do? Do you want to keep on walking or do you want to stand still hoping for a miracle? Jesus' constant miracle is on earth already. It's the Eucharist. It's his silent presence in each temple, each tabernacle, and each heart that is willing to receive him. Why do we expect something different? Would it not be that we're still struggling with a lack of faith and we can't acknowledge it? People usually say to me, Father, I don't attend Mass, or I'm not a regular churchgoer, but I have faith. Now, I ask myself, if we really had faith in Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, if we believed that He truly is there, wouldn't we run to Him? Wouldn't we receive Him? Let's be honest. All of us lack faith. All of us need to purify our faith. All of us need to honestly tell Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I want to believe. I want to openly tell you that I don't want to go anywhere else. But at the same time, I need the strength to go on. Let us pray that God grants us the strength to come to Jesus. Don't forget he told us, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever. This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, 
Many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. We've come to the end of the week. We've come to the end of the Bread of Life discourse. After having equated himself with bread, with staple food for the world, Jesus finishes his speech by bluntly saying, Amen, amen I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. We could paraphrase Jesus' words, Amen, I say to you, I will stay with you forever until the end of time. I will stay so that you can feed on me, so that you can find me in every Mass, in every altar, in every Eucharist adoration. You'll find me wherever you find love. I'll be there. I'll be with every person, with you, with every heart that believes in me. On Saturdays, the proposal is either to review some of the week's readings the ones you found more interesting, the ones you liked best, or to meditate on today's reading, which, in a way, summarizes what we've been saying and helps us understand. Throughout the week, we've been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread of life, that if we want to satisfy our hunger, we must feed on him, and that if we want to quench our thirst, we must come to him, believe in him. Jesus is explicitly telling us that we have to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. What are your thoughts? What would you say? Do you feel like stating, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Or do you identify with Peter, who said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Hearing Jesus point-blank asked, Do you also want to leave? Must lead us to be more sincere with ourselves. As we said at the beginning of the week, we must purify our faith. Do we believe or not? There aren't many roads to follow. We either believe in Jesus' words, in that he wanted to stay as food in the Eucharist, or don't believe and think that it's something symbolic. Perhaps we think that we're taking our faith too far, that we're exaggerating, or that Jesus is an invention of the church. Jesus doesn't push anybody. However, he invites us to make a decision. Do you also want to leave? What do you want to do? Do you want to keep on walking or do you want to stand still hoping for a miracle? Jesus' constant miracle is on earth already. It's the Eucharist. It's his silent presence in each temple, each tabernacle, and each heart that is willing to receive him. Why do we expect something different? Would it not be that we're still struggling with a lack of faith and we can't acknowledge it? People usually say to me, Father, I don't attend Mass, or I'm not a regular churchgoer, but I have faith. Now, I ask myself, if we really had faith in Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, if we believed that He truly is there, wouldn't we run to Him? Wouldn't we receive Him? Let's be honest, all of us lack faith. 
All of us need to purify our faith. All of us need to honestly tell Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I want to believe. I want to openly tell you that I don't want to go anywhere else. But at the same time, I need the strength to go on. Let us pray that God grants us the strength to come to Jesus. Don't forget he told us, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever. This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. We've come to the end of the week. We've come to the end of the Bread of Life discourse. After having equated himself with bread, with staple food for the world, Jesus finishes his speech by bluntly saying, Amen, amen I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. We could paraphrase Jesus' words, Amen, I say to you, I will stay with you forever until the end of time. I will stay so that you can feed on me, so that you can find me in every Mass, in every altar, in every Eucharist adoration. You'll find me wherever you find love. I'll be there. I'll be with every person, with you, with every heart that believes in me. On Saturdays, the proposal is either to review some of the week's readings the ones you found more interesting, the ones you liked best, or to meditate on today's reading, which, in a way, summarizes what we've been saying and helps us understand. Throughout the week, we've been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread of life, that if we want to satisfy our hunger, we must feed on him, 
and that if we want to quench our thirst, we must come to him, believe in him. Jesus is explicitly telling us that we have to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. What are your thoughts? What would you say? Do you feel like stating, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Or do you identify with Peter, who said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Hearing Jesus point-blank asked, Do you also want to leave? must lead us to be more sincere with ourselves. As we said at the beginning of the week, we must purify our faith. Do we believe or not? There aren't many roads to follow. We either believe in Jesus' words, in that he wanted to stay as food in the Eucharist, or don't believe and think that it's something symbolic. Perhaps we think that we're taking our faith too far, that we're exaggerating, or that Jesus is an invention of the church. Jesus doesn't push anybody. However, he invites us to make a decision. Do you also want to leave? What do you want to do? Do you want to keep on walking or do you want to stand still, hoping for a miracle? Jesus' constant miracle is on earth already. It's the Eucharist. It's his silent presence in each temple, each tabernacle, and each heart that is willing to receive him. Why do we expect something different? Would it not be that we're still struggling with a lack of faith and we can't acknowledge it? People usually say to me, Father, I don't attend Mass, or I'm not a regular churchgoer, but I have faith. Now, I ask myself, if we really had faith in Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, if we believed that He truly is there, wouldn't we run to Him? Wouldn't we receive Him? Let's be honest. All of us lack faith. All of us need to purify our faith. All of us need to honestly tell Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I want to believe. I want to openly tell you that I don't want to go anywhere else. But at the same time, I need the strength to go on. Let us pray that God grants us the strength to come to Jesus. Don't forget he told us, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever. This Saturday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. 
Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. We've come to the end of the week. We've come to the end of the Bread of Life discourse. After having equated himself with bread, with staple food for the world, Jesus finishes his speech by bluntly saying, Amen, amen I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. We could paraphrase Jesus' words, Amen, I say to you, I will stay with you forever until the end of time. I will stay so that you can feed on me, so that you can find me in every Mass, in every altar, in every Eucharist adoration. You'll find me wherever you find love. I'll be there. I'll be with every person, with you, with every heart that believes in me. On Saturdays, the proposal is either to review some of the week's readings, the ones you found more interesting, the ones you liked best, or to meditate on today's reading, which, in a way, summarizes what we've been saying and helps us understand. Throughout the week, we've been hearing Jesus say that he is the bread of life, that if we want to satisfy our hunger, we must feed on him, and that if we want to quench our thirst, we must come to him, believe in him. Jesus is explicitly telling us that we have to feed on his flesh and drink his blood. What are your thoughts? What would you say? Do you feel like stating, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Or do you identify with Peter, who said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Hearing Jesus point-blank asked, Do you also want to leave? must lead us to be more sincere with ourselves. As we said at the beginning of the week, we must purify our faith. Do we believe or not? There aren't many roads to follow. We either believe in Jesus' words, in that he wanted to stay as food in the Eucharist, or don't believe and think that it's something symbolic. Perhaps we think that we're taking our faith too far, that we're exaggerating, or that Jesus is an invention of the church. Jesus doesn't push anybody. However, he invites us to make a decision. Do you also want to leave? What do you want to do? Do you want to keep on walking or do you want to stand still hoping for a miracle? Jesus' constant miracle is on earth already. It's the Eucharist. It's his silent presence in each temple, each tabernacle, and each heart that is willing to receive him. Why do we expect something different? Would it not be that we're still struggling with a lack of faith and we can't acknowledge it? People usually say to me, Father, I don't attend Mass, or I'm not a regular churchgoer, but I have faith. Now, I ask myself, 
If we really had faith in Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist, if we believed that he truly is there, wouldn't we run to him? Wouldn't we receive him? Let's be honest. All of us lack faith. All of us need to purify our faith. All of us need to honestly tell Jesus, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I want to believe. I want to openly tell you that I don't want to go anywhere else. But at the same time, I need the strength to go on. Let us pray that God grants us the strength to come to Jesus. Don't forget he told us, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever.